0: Since iTunes only keeps the last 100 episodes of any show, some of our show topics that seem to help the most people are no longer available when people search on iTunes. So, in an effort to make that information available to more people, from time to time we're going to re-air some of our most popular show topics. You can also go to kickitnaturally.com and search for any topic in our search box. For now, enjoy this show that originally aired in 2014.
1: T.C. Hill is not a doctor and does not claim to be a doctor or licensed in any type of medical field. Don't be an idiot and use anything heard on the show as medical advice. This information should be used for educational purposes only and you should contact your doctor for any medical advice. Now get off me. Welcome to Kick It Naturally. I'm Kenna Macandro, and I'm here with T.C. Hale, author, natural health expert, producer.
0: Snowman maker.
1: Snowman maker. Yeah, if you hear a buzz, sorry, but it's 100 plus here, and we've got the AC on. Yeah. We just can't do we it. We want to
0: be able to be a human being and yeah. not a scribbled up... Oof.
1: That last show, we died out yeah, here.
0: Yeah, we thought, hey, let's just do it real quick without the air on so, so we can, you don't know, have that buzzing noise. I felt
1: like I was in one of those sweat shack things yeah. that you go to at a retreat and you pay thousands of dollars, but without the thousands of dollars.
0: Right, yeah, so we're not doing that again. We're just going to have a little bit of a noise, so it's all going to work out. You can still hear us say words. See, right mm-hmm. there was words.
1: Hello, hello. All right, and we got hottie Patati Will Schmidt coming in from the Bay Area, and we're jealous because it's cooler there.
0: Yes, it is. San Francisco
2: is going to be the last to be hit by the global warming, so I'm just going to stay right here. Yeah,
1: go. Uh,
0: Good plan. I might
1: join you someday. It's gorgeous there. Um, all right, so if you haven't liked us on Facebook yet, I don't know what the holdup You're is. You're doing it wrong. Yeah, you need to go to kick it in the nuts. That's where we're going to post all of our future show topics. You guys can ask us questions, or you can even pitch a show you want us to do. Uh, I'm thinking about mirages. Next yeah, week, that'll
0: be a good like, one. You know,
1: people are, are so hot; they start to see things uh-huh. and what's going on with that. Um,
0: let's let's, let's start with Brenda's question, and that'll kind of introduce what the show topic is well, today. Okay. Dun 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 dun
1: dun 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 dun, We're dun, dun, new theme dun, music. dun. Brenda from Ohio emailed us: Any clue what I can do to get rid of sleep apnea? There's the show topic. I would like to get some sleep that doesn't involve not breathing. Thanks. I believe I have this as well, Brenda.
0: Good job. Like, Kenny, you know that you just say that you have stuff. So I have everything. You can, be, you can be the center of attention yeah, during that episode. Know,
1: exactly. I want to p- 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 my people to feel connected to me. Okay. You know? That's a good
0: plan. That's good. So we're going to talk about sleep apnea. Dun, da, da, dun. Dun.
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah. yeah. I've never been diagnosed. i diagnosed myself.
0: Oh, good job.
1: Which I usually do on mm-hmm. WebMD. It's always a good idea to do
0: right, right. So. And then you just start taking stuff to fix it, right?
1: Well, yeah, just start throwing in the medications. Uh, no, people actually tell me, like my husband, like wakes me up and says, "You know, you haven't breathed in a while." And I'm like, <laughs> oh, "Oh, okay." So,
0: um, did you say, do you know that you're kind of creepy just sitting there yeah, watching? Yeah, exactly. Why don't you do your He's own always thing? Always scared
1: buddy? I'm going to stop breathing. I'm like, uh.
0: so let's talk about a few things here because uh, there's a lot of people out there that give advice about sleep apnea. And there's a, a thing that we sometimes do that seems to be effective for probably 30, 35% of the people with sleep apnea. For the rest of people, the problem is totally something different. But most of the people out there that are talking about sleep apnea don't talk about the thing that we do at all. So it's kind of like a big bonus inf- piece of information that we're about to hand out.
1: Oh, yeah, I'm ready for it. Staying clear. Keep it to me.
0: Okay, so this is what happens. And uh, we're going to have Will explain it a little bit. But there's going to be a simple thing that you can do if you're dealing with sleep apnea. You can get out your phone, and it has a bunch of apps on it. One of them is for a game called Crazy Cupcakes. That's not going to help you in this scenario. Yeah. (laughs) But there's another one that's just a stopwatch. That's the one you're going to use. It's less exciting than Crazy Cupcakes, but it's going to help. Crazy? Crazy Cupcakes. Crazy Cupcakes. That's how you spell it. Um, So what you're going to do is can you explain, Will, how someone can just check their breath rate with this stopwatch thing um, on their own or if they have a partner. They could do it two different ways. Sure.
2: So you can lay on your back on the floor or a couch and put your uh, phone, if you have a little smartphone or a timer, and set it to one minute and press start right as soon as you start a breath. And then you just count how many breaths you take. You can just like either watch your phone go up and down on your chest or your stomach uh, or just count if you are able to sort of just discern that. And then when the timer goes off, you'll know how many breaths you take in a minute. And that's your breath rate.
1: In and, and out. That one matters. And,
0: uh, no, so you're go only going to count inhales or exhales. Don't count both. So like just, just count breaths, exhales. Yeah.
2: In and out is one breath.
1: Okay.
0: Right. So
2: then from that, you can get some helpful information.
0: So don't try to uh, race, th- though. Just try to be relaxed and breathe the way that you normally would. Think about you know, other things, crazy cupcakes or some other phone app that you have. Don't try to think about, I just breathe again. Should I breathe faster? Should I breathe? You know, you just got to relax. A good way to do it is just if you just sit there and do nothing and have, uh, you know, someone else count your breaths for you while you're thinking about other things.
1: Earth, yeah, do it when you don't even know. You They just know they're supposed to do Earth. it at some point and they just start timing you.
0: Right, right. So yeah. what you're looking for is, is you're looking for that number of breaths per minute to be, you know, 15, 16-ish, something like that. If your breath rate is like six and you have sleep apnea, then what we're about to explain to you could be a huge, huge deal and could could help a lot. So, Will, why don't mm-hmm. you explain uh, what a very low breath rate could be an indication of?
2: Yeah. So, and it kind of, it's awesome because I just recently sort of thought about how it could also be connected to the other common cause of sleep apnea, the whole uh, anatomical issue of like the muscles relaxing too much. But what we want to focus on in this is when your breath rate's really slow, it's be- on purpose. Like your your nervous system is slowing your respiration rate in order to try to balance out the ratio of oxygen to carbon dioxide in your bloodstream and in your tissues. When your cells are making energy really fast and really effectively like someone with a fast metabolism, It'll create a lot of ATP, which is this energy molecule your body uses for almost everything. And it will also, in the as a byproduct, create carbon dioxide. So that's a gas that you then breathe out. So the blood, as you breathe in, the blood picks up oxygen in your lungs and then circulates through your body and it gives that oxygen to the cells. They use it to make ATP. In the process, they make carbon dioxide. And then the blood cells pick up that carbon dioxide, circle it back to the lungs and you breathe it out in this really awesome, sophisticated little cycle. So when your cells are doing that slowly, like they're not doing a good job of making energy very effectively, like say for example someone who's diabetic and their whole the metabolic mechanisms of the cells are impaired, they don't make as much ATP and they also don't make as much CO2. Right, so, so eat, can,
0: eat, when you're listening to this, tell to us, keep in mind that CO2 is acidic.
2: Yeah, so, carbon dioxide. Is the,
0: yeah. So that can change the pH of your blood, and, and the body's real particular about that. It wants to stay in a particular range, or you just die. So it yeah. has backup mechanisms to make that stay in a specific range. Go ahead, continue, Will.
2: Yeah, so the most people, when they think about being healthy, they think, oh, I should alkalize. But when we look at say um, someone who isn't making a lot of carbon dioxide, they're not making a lot of stuff that it actually ends up like getting synthesized into carbonic acid and they're not doing that. So their bloodstream can get way too alkaline and that's a problem. So because they're making less carbon dioxide, their body slows down their breath rate because there's not as much CO2 to breathe out.
0: So the body's the trying food. to hold on to it to kind of help acidify yeah. that bloodstream a little bit.
2: Yeah, the ratios are critical because CO2 isn't just a waste product. It's like, oh, I don't care. It's like it's it is the molecule that displaces the oxygen from your blood cells. So it's this like tricky little biochemistry thing that happens called uh, the Bohr effect, the Bohr Haldane effect, but if you don't have carbon dioxide there in and being made by your tissues and getting uh, dispersed back into your blood then the oxygen that your blood cells are carrying will not get it will not get cleaved off of the blood cells it'll stay attached to the blood cells and it won't get into the tissues so if you're not making that CO2, there's nothing there to get the oxygen from the blood into the tissues. And that's a big, big problem.
0: Right. And your doctor, will, he'll put like a pulse oximeter on you and say, oh, your oxygen's great because in the blood, the oxygen is great. But since the blood is leaning too alkaline... The oxygen can't leave the blood and get down to the tissues where it needs to be. So you can see that this is a very huge problem that the body is going to say, oh, I'm going to do something to fix this. So what it does is it just slows down the rate at which you breathe in an effort to hold on to more of that CO2 so that it can acidify the blood and the blood can become more balanced again and then oxygen can make it down to the tissues and everything can function correctly. So the problem is if if CO2 levels are very low um, or the blood is leaning too alkaline, maybe somebody's doing a bunch of stupid alkalizing stuff trying to uh, make themselves alkaline incorrectly, um, then the body has to really slow the breath weight and the person will end up breathing like five or six times uh, in a minute. Um, And what can happen is at the extreme, it's so important for that oxygen to get to where it needs to be that the body's going to be like, I'm just going to stop breathing altogether to hold on to whatever CO2 I can. And then the person is, you know, having sleep apnea, basically, where they just stop breathing to where they could die um, in the middle of the night. So uh, you see that it's really the body trying to fix a problem. It's not so much a body that is broken or has a malfunction, so to speak.
2: Yeah. And the thing is, like, you don't want to think about it as, like, the CO2 is to blame. It's the cells not making it that's to blame. And then the cell, when there isn't CO2 there to displace the oxygen, then, the, then your cells will, like, they won't be able to get that oxygen. And even if you're breathing oxygen in, if that oxygen is not leaving your blood and getting to your tissues your tissues are suffocating so the like we need to get that co2 present in the bloodstream so there's a couple things the most important fundamental thing is to to get it so that your cells are good at making energy again so then they will make co2 and we can maintain this healthy ph balance and this healthy circulation of oxygen and carbon dioxide uh... so that's the fundamental thing that'll just keep healthy uh, a way to kind of cheat and help keep the pH balance is to actually have something like carbonated water. Um, there's even medications that can make your tissues better at retaining CO2 that I've seen like like uh, we had Benedict Lerica on before. She's helped clients with that sort of thing and she's talked with and worked with some of their physicians and endocrinologists that have developed medications for that purpose. But a kind of simpler, easier A lighter way to go about it is if you do have a super low breath rate and you have sleep apnea, try see how it goes. If you have some sparkling water and carbonated water before you go to bed, that can help saturate your tissues and your uh, your fluid with a little extra CO2.
0: Yeah, and keep in mind that you're not going to drink a bottle of sparkling water and fix a problem that's been going on for 10 years and getting worse that whole time. You would have to do this over time. You would have to drink some carbonated water every day for a time and and then watch your breath rate, see if it speeds up because breath rate is not something that's going to change overnight. You have to do some work to make that happen. And when Will's saying, you know, help your body create energy better, if you're leaning a little insulin resistant, that can be a big reason that your body's not making enough CO2 because you're not processing glucose correctly. So you may need to take some steps to work on uh, making insulin more sensitive and more effective more effective if you're leaning insulin-resistant. And we have some episodes on that that uh, you can check out if one you need two. to learn more. Mm, we talked about that in some stuff. Um, There's so th-
2: also a, a really full-length episode we have about cellular energy production. That would be a really useful thing to listen to also.
0: Right, and we have one on uh, acid and alkaline or where yeah. the pH, the truth about pH balancing, that'll give you a lot more information about how to do that. But So that's a big piece of information for somebody with sleep apnea, and and uh, that can be the actual underlying cause for, you know, we figure it's probably 30%, 35% of the people that we see with the issue. So next we'll talk about uh, some structural issues. Do you want to have something, Kenneth? that you?
1: I was just going to say I zoned out. What did you say again about oh. the net? The whole cause.
0: i Oh yeah, just all that stuff. We. I just was said. hoping
1: you would just say something like, "Get this special pillow. Right, it'll help you breathe better." Yeah, but yours did. is all about self-tests. Right, blah, 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 knowing blah, blah. things, yeah, actually blah.
0: knowing things. Yeah. Uh,
1: okay. Sure. I, know,
0: I know you just wanted to watch an infomercial and buy something yeah. at the end of it, yeah, but we exactly. didn't have that. If you're a health, fitness, or nutrition professional, check out our other podcast, Six Figure Health Pro. We dig into the latest marketing techniques and business growing strategies for health professionals. To learn how to take your business to the next level, search for Six Figure Health Pro on iTunes or Stitcher, or go to com to learn more. Now do what you're told.
2: So okay. One, one oh. kind of new point I want to mention and see what you think of it, Tony, that um, makes sense to me. If you're The whole blood pH thing is super critical and it does help with like a portion of people, but I wonder and imagine that even if you feel and have been diagnosed with, like, the anatomical cause of it, this, like, excessively relaxed anatomy in the air pathway, even then, it's possible that doing the work to improve cellular energy production could help in that instance as well. And I want to talk about it as, like, the tone that muscles have largely comes from them having sufficient energy production. So, and also, when they're deplete of energy, we experience a lot more inflammation. So when you think about, uh, for example, the intestinal tract, it's these muscles that do their things subconsciously, these smooth muscles, and you can't actively get to contract or relax. And they have a certain amount of tonality and a certain amount of tension that they just have, and your body regulates... And it does that subconsciously, and it it can't do that very well if there's a lot of inflammation. So if you have toxins like bacteria creating exotoxins, or if your energy level production is low, then you might be stuck with a lot of like malfunctioning intestines that can give you constipation and bloating and inflammation, and it's just harder for stuff to pass through. So we've talked about that before when we looked at things like IBS and... Right. Let's let's
0: take a step back to so that people can follow what you're saying, where you're going with this too. Because the other thing that we look at is that with sleep apnea it's often it's a structural situation where something. Is causing that air pipe to close off or to be blocked by either uh, a tongue that's too big or in the wrong location. Small nostrils. Alright, uh, uh, Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things in that nasal passage that can be a problem that cause a person to breathe through their mouth instead of through their nose. Uh, enlarged tonsils can be a problem. Uh, the the posture at which you're sleeping and uh, you know, things in your jaw. There's a lot of things that I have can a go wrong.
1: Small puck nose. Could that be part of it? Yeah,
0: sure. That's totally probably what it is. But the there, there's things that create can create uh, problems, like if a tongue is swollen and bigger, that can be a problem. But what Will is talking about is that these imbalances or these problems could be making some of those tissues swell and create those structural problems, right, Will?
2: Exactly, yeah. So the local inflammation in the area could be contributing to it. Uh, excessive relaxation from energy depletion, so like a, a muscle that lacks tone, that can be a part of it or it could be a combination of the two. And all of those things can really interfere with the form uh, that the muscles are taking and that in affects their function. So if you can do work to try to improve muscle tonality and also do work to reduce inflammation, then both of those could have a really significant impact on creating more tone and space and less inflammation for air so air can pass through more easily.
0: Okay, and I got one more thing that we're going to talk about on the one more possible situation here that seems to be one of the more popular uh, uh, solutions that are coming out there. Maybe um, let's hit a couple real quick questions, real quick. Let's see what Rick says so we can talk about some of these things.
1: Rick, I feel like I wake up a lot. How do I know if I have sleep apnea?
0: So what they say is basically you have to do a sleep study test where you go into like a lab and you sleep in the lab and they hook up things to you and they monitor. How you know your your pulse and your breath and uh, your blood pressure and all these things to get indications of how many times are you coming out of that deep sleep per hour?
1: Could snoring be a sign? Like you're ga- you're kind of trying to get more air in by snoring? Well, it, they say that that's one of the biggest signs.
0: Snoring does not mean you have sleep apnea, but it's one of the biggest signs that there is some kind of structural issue that could be a problem. As far as percentage wise, uh, that commonly seems to go along with it. But when you do these t- tests, like, they look at, okay, what's your score? How many times were you waking up in the hour? And, you know, maybe 10 or 15 is not so bad, um, but 50 is, is a lot, and that's when things are severe. Um, so that seems to be the only way that they will diagnose uh, sleep apnea um, is to actually look at how many times are you waking up in the night. Wow. Let's go to Jim.
1: Jim, Albany, New York. Do those mouthpieces really do anything to help sleep apnea? I, okay, so, I thought they were more for grinding your teeth. That's
0: a different thing. So there's this thing that you have to get made by a dentist that's this mouthpiece. And what it does is it kind of forces the bottom of your jaw forward. Because when you relax and it's coming backwards, it kind of helps to close off that pipe a little bit. And you have to assume that, you know, that's not the problem for everybody. But if you have something in there that's enlarged, for a wide variety of reasons, like Will was talking about, or some inflammation, or, a or hamburger, or, or because you left a hamburger in there, mm-hmm. um, then pushing the jaw forward could be enough to not cause the problem anymore. So that's another thing that seems to be effective for some people, and of course the CPAP machine is the one that's the the most popular, and that's where you're Darth Vader,
1: and you have the little breathing mask want one of those but i mean that would be you just have to sleep on your back all the time Where, i mean i guess you could do it on your side but would
0: how does darth vader sleep i don't know yeah i don't know but what that does is it's, it's it's like a continuous positive airway pressure is what it stands for or something like that that was close enough i'm mm-hmm. pretty sure but it just forces air down there to keep that open okay but here's the thing that I, I thought you'd be interested in will is that there's a lot of people out there that are called a myofunctional therapists And they talk a lot about how people uh, can have problems that lead to them breathing through their mouth instead of their nose. And the way that their mouth stays open and the way that they rest their tongue can cause a lot of structural issues over, over time. And I started to think about how, you know, before I met Will, I thought most joint issues were from nutritional problems or tissue being broken down and all this kind of stuff. But now that we understand a lot of the alignment, that stuff that Will talks about, it kind of went hand in hand with what a lot of these people were saying with the structure of the way that you're holding your tongue and your mouth and can kind of jack things up. Oh, your head and neck. Right. It can change the structure of everything inside of there and that you can do exercises and type of therapy that can change that structure the same way that Will talks about changing the way that things work through the alignment stuff. Have you heard of any of this, Will?
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, a lot. I've I've known some really smart dentists that refuse to do things like break people's jaws to fix TMJ, like they'll or to reposition them, and they'll send them to the posture therapy company I used to work for, and just be like, "You just need to do exercise. Like it'll it'll help shift the position that your body is holding its head and neck in, and it'll totally transform the tension in the jaw because all those muscles are." connected together along with like the trapezius and the scalene muscles of the neck. So there there's definitely possibility that that could be a, a piece of the puzzle for some people that might have excess tension, like in constriction, that could be also contributing to inflammation um, throughout their head and neck. So it's worth a shot. And, and uh, something that's in-
0: interesting to think about, too, is that, you know, some of the things that the physiological things that we talked about that could be the problem, some of this therapy could change the structure enough to fix it and make things improve as in a situation where fixing that physiology could have fixed the problem too and changing the tonality of those tissues. So you see that sometimes there's more than one way to go about it. And in that realm, it's kind of hard to understand what was really the problem. Was it because I held my tongue wrong all my life or was it because it didn't have the same tonality that it did 20 years ago. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. But at least you have some options to look at. And I think it was a dentist that was talking about this that I heard. Will uh, I think his name was Dr. Mark Berhenna, I think is what it was. I think he has a book called The Eight-Hour Sleep Paradox, but he he does us a lot of sleep apnea stuff. And it was just interesting that all, all the stuff that he talks about is the stuff that we don't talk about at all. And all the stuff that we see people improve with, he doesn't talk about at all. So, it's just another example of there's you know there's more than one underlying cause for a lot of these issues and that's why a lot of people will try things and it doesn't work and they feel like i'm just stuck like this
1: and you might have both those causes you know it might be something that you have to work on the nutrition and that you know posture thing oh that was wisdom
0: yeah that was a pile of wisdom Mm -hmm. you just vomited right there good stuff
1: If you'd like to learn how to become a sassy health coach or even just dig into more advanced teachings for yourself or your family, go to healthprocourse.com to learn about Tony and Will's course for coaches. Registration for this course only opens to the public for about a week at a time, so be sure to register for the coach newsletter so you'll be be notified when the next registration opens. You'll find more info at healthprocourse.com. So, Will,
0: do you have anything to add on this before we wrap this up? Um quick tip just
2: try uh try a little carbonated water report bed see if that helps and listen to our our episode on energy production to try to get a sense of what you could do to help improve your cell metabolism and uh see if those things help
0: yeah and so you can just go to kickitnaturally.com and just search in the search box for like you know pH balance, you know, to find the shows on those topics. And keep in mind that, you know, before you just try carbonated water, check your breath rate, see where you are. If your breath rate is 20, then carbonated water is not going to help you and it could make you even worse. So look at that. But if you're dealing with sleep apnea now, you have some things that you can investigate further. You can try this quick test on yourself to see if that is even a factor at all. Um, You can look more into helping your body create energy the proper way, especially if you're leaning insulin resistant. Um, Taking steps to improve that could be a, a huge factor. And then you can look at this structural stuff and investigate, you know, what does a myofunctional therapist do? And is there one that I could work with through Skype or something like that? I know a lot of them work through Skype because they want to look at the way you talk and the things that you're doing with your mouth. And you sure do got a part of your mouth. That's what they want to say. Mm-hmm. So you have a base of, of, of things to, to kind of investigate so that you can understand that, okay, I can look and see if I can figure out what's really causing this, and then I can take steps to improve that.
1: Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at kickitinthenuts.com forward slash audiobook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Also, Last question. What? Uh, what, we, what
0: we do have another question? Okay, yeah, good. One more. All right,
1: Ben from Rhode Island. Are there any good options to the CPAP? I tried it but couldn't get used to it enough to sleep. Yeah, and
0: this is the one that just seems to get the best results, but a lot of people can't get used to it. It can cause other problems. You know, you got to clean it. The bacteria can Ooh. get in there, and then it goes into your lungs. Is you know, it like,
1: loud. Uh, yeah, I think I mean, it can be for some people. Right? You, yeah, yeah, it can
0: be a little bit. <laughs> you know, all that. Oh but, God. You know, there are those, uh, the mouthpieces things that work for some people. It can be expensive. You have to have the dentist do it, but insurance will cover it in a lot of cases. Um, and then there's the, the other things that Will and I talked about that. But those are some options. So maybe you have to use CPAP while you're investigating some of these other things. That Maybe that's an option for you. But those are most of the ones that I have found through my investigations. Will? Cool. Yeah, I don't have a comment on that Oh, okay.
1: okay. Cool. All right. I think that wraps it up, people. Yeah,
0: so we'll see you next week. And also, uh, with the air on, that was way better.
1: So much more fun with yeah. the air so on. Yeah, so we might yeah.
0: we might have a show with a buzz in the background from now Reveille's on. At least
1: through the summer. All right. Okay. See
0: you guys next week.
1: All right. If you want to... Bye, Will. If you want to learn more about how to look at your own chemistry, you can read any of Tony's books or take the almost free four-week... Did he hang up? Yeah, he had to go. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Really? but If you want to learn more about how to look at your own chemistry, you can read any of Tony's books or take the almost free four-week digestion course at kickitnaturally.com. Or, like we said earlier, Will Schmidt has his MyBodyOfKnowledge.net website. You can go on there and look at all the posture and the pain relief videos. You might find something in there that might help your sleep apnea, too. So, lots of articles, half-naked pictures of him. True that. oh, that's good. All right, all see right. you guys next week. Bye. Bye-bye.